this is the year you need to get serious about partnerships. Continue to listen to find out what I'm on about. You're listening to the Keep Optimizing Podcast to increase your traffic, improve your conversion rates, and grow your profits. Hello and welcome. I'm Chloe Thomas, the host of this Marketing Focus podcast. If you're not familiar with our format, well, each month we focus on a different marketing method and each week I interview a different marketing method expert to explore the latest advice on making that marketing method work for you. This month, rather than doing the obvious stuff like email or SEO or Facebook ads, we're going a little off piste. We're talking about a set, I guess, an approach to marketing, which I think every e-commerce business should be always exploring because it can be a brilliant way to bring new customers into your business that will have a long lifetime with you and at a good cost, but which often businesses only do one type of or they don't do at all. What am I talking about? I'm talking about partnerships. Any scenario where you are partnering with another person or another business or another entity and you are helping each other in some way for some kind of trade, where the outcome is that your business, your products get kind of a trust glow benefit from being recommended by the person you're partnering with. So the most commonly talked about version of this is influencer marketing. So you're all all getting a bit more what I mean now. Um, But we're also going to be talking about other types of things you could partner with, which could be press, it could be other retailers. Uh, There are many, many different ways you can do this. And that's what we're going to be shining a light on this month. And I think this year is a year where you really should be exploring these because they have the um, the potential to bring you in new customers at a much better price than you can get via other methods. So when a year is going to be going to be as tricky and interesting as this one is, you need to be investing in marketing methods such as these. We are starting in our first episode of the series on how you can partner with other retailers, other brands, other e-commerce stores. We are just about to meet today's guest expert who's going to explain all about this. But before we do, please do check out the sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Clavio, the email and SMS platform built just for e-commerce brands. If you're marketing an e-commerce brand, you already know that data changes everything. More data means more power. And if your email or SMS tools can't handle all that data, they're probably holding you back. That's where Clavio comes in. Its top-notch personalization and segmentation help you send the right message at the right time, guided by unlimited real-time data from your online online store and tech stack. Request a demo at clavio.com forward slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. Today, I'm chatting with partnerships expert Simon Rigby. Simon's run his own e-commerce store, spent 30 years running an office supply business, and now mainly spends his time coaching other business owners. But he's also the founder of My Flyer Insert, built to help e-commerce businesses swap parcel inserts with each other. Hello, Simon. Hi, Chloe. 
great to have you here. Thanks for sparing the time to come and um, talk to us because I know you're in the middle of launch. So it's a, it's a busy, you know, it's a busy time, those, those first kind of six months, year of any new operation. So thank you for sparing the time. Um, how did you get into partnerships? Was it something you did back in your office supply business? Was it something you did with your own e-commerce store? Or has it been something the businesses you work with you found, you know, using it a lot? Yeah, uh, with my office uh, supplies business, uh, we supply businesses throughout the UK. We did B2B and B2C. And one of the more successful uh, insert campaigns I did was with Screwfix. And I had catalogs going out in their outgoing parcels. And of course, you know, the, the plumber or the electrician would be ordering his screws and nails and whatnot. And uh, when the parcel arrived, more often than not, it was his wife that would pick the parcel up from the doorstep and open it up, check the contents and see my catalogue. Well, of course, you know, she's the one that was doing the uh, the bookwork. So she was the one that needed all the ink cartridges, printer ribbons and paper and stuff like that. So it worked an absolute charm. Very cunning, uh, cunning use of inserts there. So you've been doing doing it for a couple of decades, really, the whole partnerships thing. Yeah, yes. And I think it's, we hear people talk about partnerships. We often hear in the e-commerce space these days, people talk an awful lot about affiliates um, and those kind of campaigns. But actually, partnering with other retailers, other brands, other stores who are also selling to consumers, I think it's under-talked about. And I think it can be a very, very, very strong return on investment marketing channel. Is that what you found? Well, yes. I would always say to people, you've got to have a really good, strong offer. Um, there's no point going out there half-hearted. You've really got to go for it. One of the best examples I've got, one of the, one of the inserts that I did was with a classic CD catalogue uh, looking for the B2C market. And I was offered, my, my, a colleague had about six grams spare in one of his mailings, and he offered me those six grams. He was mailing 100,000 catalogues out. And I inserted a card in that that all people had to do was to put on there their name and address and stick it back in the post to me, free post. And I would send them a sample pack of office stationery worth eight ninety nine. I went to all my suppliers. I told them what I was doing. They asked me, how many do you think you're going to get rid of? And I said, well, out of 100,000, if I get a 2% response rate, I'll be really chuffed. And so they sent me all the supplies for 2,000 packs. But... It went on and on and on. In the end, we sent out 10,000 packs. Uh, I had to wow. get my help pack them. But it, it grew my business by about 20% uh, in the first 12 months. And, I, and most of that audience stuck with me for four or five years. It was an incredible offer. But it worked. It is often with inserts. I think that you, there's several things to pick up from what you've just said there. Uh, the first one is anyone's getting confused over the six grams thing uh, here in the UK. Don't, I expect you have this in other countries as well, but I haven't got deep, deep, deep into it. We have um, weight bans on our postage pricing. So if you're sending out a catalogue, which has, you know, and you're, you're six grams away from the weight limit for the next price point, why not? put in an insert, charge someone, swap someone to put in an insert on it. So that's what Simon was talking about then. Then you stationary in a CD, classical CD catalogue is not the most obvious fit, which I think stands with the fact on, on when it comes to inserts and all the forms of swapping with other retailers, we have to be 
Occasionally you have to take a punt and try something a bit different, don't you? It, it's not necessarily the most obvious connections that are the ones that, that turn out to work well. No, you're, you're quite right. I probably, If I'd been given a list of who I would swap with or who I would insert with, a CD, classical CD catalogue would not have been my first choice. Uh, it was just that it wasn't going to cost me anything, but uh, I went for it. You know, of course, at that time, a lot of uh, the grey-haired market were into their home computers, and so you know that was a it was a growing sort of market for that for those sort of people. Retired people are generally the ones that listen to classical music, and uh, they're the ones that were buying computers. They had the disposable income. And so, yeah, it worked. It worked. A bit weird, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we'll take it. Um, and then, like you said, there has to be a really strong offer. And doing that, um, you know, that package of stationery essentially for, for, for very little. I love the fact, and this is something I bang on about quite a lot, is that you were, you were doing this promotional offer, but you weren't going to be taking it off your own shelf. You bought the product bought in inverted commas because you got it for, from your suppliers because they wanted this marketing opportunity. You bought in inverted commas that product at a very, very good price to minimize the cost of the promotion to lower your risk, which yeah. is such a key, key. I mean, we're, we're veering off the world of partnerships here, but I think it's worth, worth reiterating whenever you're doing marketing, especially in a year like this one, the way this one's going, You've got to look for those margins and other people are looking, you know, find whatever way you can to get a great result. And people do do love a, a cheap bundle, a free gift and so forth, don't they? Well, yeah. One, one of the other things I used to do was I would buy a pallet or two of a particular product uh, that I would put in my catalogue uh, for, say, nine, £9.99 and then I'd give them away. I'd probably paid about a pound for them, but the perceived value was nine ninety nine, and I felt it was better to give away a product than to give away a discount, which comes straight off your bottom line. Yeah, you're in, and it seems a lot more valuable, and it's a lot easier for a person to understand. Oh, I'm going to get a free pencil case or whatever it might be, um, rather than oh, let's try and calculate ten percent or whatever it might be. But look, let's let's shift from promotions for now. Um, so we've just talked about a number of different methods that we can use to partner with other retailers. So we've got uh, inserting a flyer, a catalogue, something in the other retailers' parcels. We've got inserting in something else they're sending out, like a catalogue if they're sending out catalogues. Um, other things I've had in my career, because I, I started my career way back working in mail order, where this was all the rage, was um, swapping lists. There are some legal implications on that, guys. So make sure you know you're doing that right. Um, but yeah, swapping lists to send things out uh, through the post, promoting each other in your emails. So you'd send an email shouting up, bigging up another brand to your audience, and they'd do the same back for you. And then adverts on the order confirmation page of your website, because of course they, they've bought from you at that point. So that's a good time to be sending them somewhere else. Done that quite effectively with a couple of things. And then um, I guess the other one is just generally helping each other out on social media. Have I missed anything in that little rundown, Simon? No, I think that's it. That That's the whole point about partnering. You're quite right. It's uh, confirmation emails, getting an advert on there, uh, maybe links across on websites, uh, email. When you're doing a weekly e-shot, uh, you could always stick a little advert on there. 
with with a partner with a special offer on it. Yeah, one of the things I've I've always found is. Um, I guess one of the reasons this doesn't get talked about a lot is because it's possibly the most nerve-wracking type of partnership to do because you're allowing another brand to take some of your trust whereas the rest of the partnerships you know influencers partnering with your own customers you're just getting them to promote you but in this case you're doing some promotion for someone else so there's that risk that your customers aren't going to appreciate it which is why I think you know the the secret to success here is finding the right brands to partner with. Simon, we, we mentioned, you know, the slightly off-the-wall classical CD piece, which fell in your lap and was a great opportunity to take. But when you were actively looking for partnerships, what were your key criteria for finding a good match? Um, it would have been someone who was obviously using office stationery of some sort. Um, and at the time... I don't think people buy as much off a station as they used to for home, but it it was such a wide market. I could have gone to anybody really. Uh, <laughs> you know, I could I could have gone to a jewellery company because their customers would have had computers at home. So first off, we've got to find the brands that have customers that are our talk that do want our products. And then is there a bit of a, because the other two things I'd say is that you need someone whose values match yours. For example, in this world of sustainability, you're not going to see a hugely ethical fashion retailer like Bamboo Clothing partnering with Boohoo, the fast fashion nightmare. Um, <laughs> but so your values have got to be a little bit aligned. And then I guess it's as much about the people at the company being open to partnerships, you know, the actual human beings you're dealing with. Yeah, I, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. The, the company that you partner with has got to have the same sort of values, customer values that you have. If if there's someone who uh, doesn't care about their customers, they just want to get the stuff out the door and get as many orders in, and you're much more of a sort of uh, ethical type business, and you don't want to partner with them. Uh, and vice versa, but I think that sometimes a better, maybe a more well-known brand than you can help you get a step up the ladder. Yeah, definitely. Because as, as this is all about getting some of their customers' trust in them to reflect well on you, so they come and um, and buy from you. Because if you get a catalogue from someone, you get a box of product from someone, and you see an insert in there, you automatically assume they're fairly trustworthy because. They've had the nous, I suppose, to manage to get their stuff into that parcel. And and the other, the company you, you've already bought from have given them that opportunity. Therefore, you automatically think, yes, this is a trustworthy business. I'll have a look at that later. You'll um, get the glow effect from the company they've bought from. And that's important. That So you will get a better conversion rate. You'll get a better impression rate. You'll get a better conversion rate because people already trust you. They already kind of know you, you know. If if that company that's just delivered a load of uh, meat to me uh, that I buy from every month, and there's a flyer from another company, you're thinking, well, they must be okay. Yeah. You know, if they've sent, they, if they've, they they will have checked them out and made sure they're okay. Yeah, because they've let the other company in inside their business essentially. Yes. Um and. I used to find when I was doing this sort of thing, and I guess in some ways I still do this, just not between retailers, is that sometimes the first thing you try might not work for everybody. 
you know, you might start off by swapping a catalog insert, but it doesn't work as well for them as it works for you. So next time you try a parcel insert or you try an email, because these partnerships, they're not off, they don't always, I guess what I'm trying to say is they're a long-term relationship where you're both trying to find a ground that works for everybody, a win-win scenario. And you might not get that on day one. So you need to be a bit patient. Well, it's like any marketing. What do they say? You know, if you're doing off the page marketing, your first advert's never going to work. You've got to wait until at least the third or fourth one. And then you get the no light trust. Mm-hmm. You can't just do, you can't expect to make money off the first one. But what I do talk to people about with inserts is, you know, again, it comes back to this offer to always think about the lifetime value of a customer. And you may not make money on the first insert, but, you know, it's all about getting new customers. Yeah, so, so true. So true. Cost-effective acquisition methods. Anyone who's going, what on earth is off the page? Um, scroll back up our episode list. And we recently did a whole month on offline marketing where we fully explained what off the page is. It is too complicated to explain right here, right now. So, you, so if that's piqued your fancy, the short answer is magazine ads. The real answer is an awful lot longer. Scroll back up and have a listen to that episode. Um, okay, that brings us quite nicely, Simon, into... The business you've set up, My Flyer Inserts, which is um, all about helping retailers take advantage of, of partnerships with other retailers by inserting their flyers into each other's um, parcels. Simple as that. So you've recently set it up. It's You've got a great number of retailers already signing up. It's, it, we, uh, we're not going to mention it here, but Simon and I were talking about it offline, and it's really impressive the number he's already got, got up and running on the platform. What inspired you to go and create this business? Because it's, I mean, I think it's a brilliant thing to help, especially smaller retailers, tap into this without spending huge amounts of time firing off info at, help at, emails to, you know, to the retailers they think they might want to partner with. But why why did you decide to do this? Well, uh, the very short answer is I sold my office stationery business about five years ago. And it was my accountant who said I should leverage the 30 odd years in uh, business and do business coaching, stroke advising, stroke mentoring. In the past five years, I've probably, uh, well, I've coached a few e commerce businesses and I've always gone into them and talked to them about inserts. And so you must do inserts and suggested they go off and find their own partners. When I, when I did it, I had to go through advertising agencies. And it wasn't particularly cheap and easy. But for the smaller guys that I, I was working with, uh, I wanted a quick, easy, cheap way of them doing it. And finally, uh, I was with an e-commerce business last summer. And I said, you need to do inserts. And they said, well, where, how, how are we going to do that? And I thought, right, that is it. I need to go out and start a web platform so all these guys can talk to each other. It's dead easy. Uh, it's just a self-service website uh, so that people can partner up with whoever they want and vice versa. So literally just to solve that problem with the smaller businesses who who were yeah. had, had, who quite remarkably, it's, it's amazing there isn't a marketplace for this already in existence. I find that quite mad. Um, so congratulations on creating it. Um, we are going to pause now for a mind of our sponsors, and then we're going to be talking about the wider world of partnerships. 
This podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the email and SMS platform built just for e-commerce brands. If you're marketing an e-commerce brand, you already know that data changes everything. More data means more power. And if your email or SMS tools can't handle all that data, they're probably holding you back. That's where Klaviyo comes in. It's top-notch personalization and segmentation help you send the right message at the right time, guided by unlimited real-time data from your online Online store and tech stack. Request a demo at clavio.com forward slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. Okay, Simon, so far we've gone deep into partnering with other retailers. Now you get to wow us with your insider knowledge about the whole of partnerships. So for the following questions, your answer can be anything to do with partnerships, which of course does include partnering with other retailers. So Simon, are you ready? Yes. (laughs) You sound quite nervous. Don't worry, these are are easy. (laughs) Okay, let's start with the newbie advice. If we've inspired someone to take their first step, what do they need to know to give themselves the best chance of success? Right. First of all, devise a good offer. That's, it's no, and I, I, as I said earlier, I don't think really giving 10% off, 15% off discount codes is the best way to do it. I think giving a perceived value product is a good idea. Say like, for instance, um, a company that sells dog food. Why don't they give away a, um, a dog bowl worth eight ninety nine with every pack that they sell, you know, for, for a starter pack? And as we mentioned earlier, if you do the, uh, the free gift, buy it cannily. Buy it very, very cheap. So if you're giving away that dog bowl for eight ninety nine, it should have cost you less than a pound. And if it's something like a dog bowl, put your logo on it because <laughs> if you want to maximize that's what you need to do logo and web address yeah even better even better so so it is all about the offer because we are talking pure customer acquisition here and you want to grab them and get them to your site um now once you've started of course you've got to keep optimizing so what's your favorite way to improve performance um just keep Revising the offer and trying, testing and measuring different offers, different designs of the offer. I'm, I'm a firm believer that um, it, it's down to the, the words that you use. And a lot of people, I think it's handy to read one of these NLP books because there are certain trigger words that get people to buy. Years ago, I think I read a book by Zig Ziglar. Have you ever read that one? Uh, I don't think I've read his book, but I had I had a I've got a marvelous audio book by him somewhere. It's just yeah, amazing voice as well as great advice. <laughs> well, years ago when I was writing my own catalogs for the office stationery catalog uh, for the office stationery business, th- there were certain trigger words like using the word "you" a lot. It sounds simple, but it works. It's the same as putting products at nine ninety nine. You know, it works. I know we all talk, say that it's sort of old hat, but but we are we are as human beings we are neuro programmed to respond to some of these things and um and we we should be we can be taking advantage of those so yeah it's we could almost I think we'd almost add that as another piece of newbie advice is swat up on your copywriting skills or buy some real good sales copywriting skills um, yeah. but, but I like the fact you said on the improving performance there we're talking about 
the offer, the offer, the offer. If you can get that right, then you're flying. Yes. Yes, I would say so. Once you have got your offer, design your flyer, obviously, and test it out. Give it to your friends, give it to your work colleagues, give it to your relations and say, would you buy from this? What, what, if this drops through your letterbox, what would you do? Yeah, a bit of research before you print the couple of thousand is always a good idea. Um, okay, if someone listening wants to learn more about partnerships, is there one cheap or free resource you would recommend? Well, I'm afraid it's going to be my website, which is myflyerinserts.co.uk. Have a wander along to that and have a look around, have a look at the vid on the front. And if you've got any questions, just drop me an email. Happy to chat to anyone. Yeah, I have to say, um, it is hard to find much information about parcel inserts and how to go about doing it these days. There's not enough people talking about it and there's not enough resources out there. So what Simon's building over at My Flyer Inserts is, is a great bank of knowledge on how to do it, as well as he's also made it a lot easier for you too. Um, okay. So, so we'll let you have that resource. That's okay, Simon. Finally, crystal ball time. What's coming up in the next six to 12 months that we should be getting ready for? Well, I don't really need a, a, um, a crystal ball, but I'm going to mention the C word, Christmas. <laughs> now is the time to start looking for your partners. Now, now's the time to start thinking about your inserts. It's going to be a busy, busy time in September going up to, up to Christmas this year. Yep. Now is partnership time, everybody. By the end of the summer, by the end of wherever you are in the world, by the end of August, we'll, we'll go non-seasonal, but you need to be pretty much know who you're partnering with by the end of August. Otherwise, you are going to be losing out. Yes. That's one of the other interesting things when you're partnering with other retailers. There is really limited capacity. It's not like... Facebook and Google, where they just create more ad capacity. If you're going in someone's parcels, you're limited by how many things they sell. Um, so you want to grab that capacity before anyone else gets it. Uh, excellent, excellent extra tip there. Very, very practical too. Um, Simon, we're very nearly at the end of the show. So could you please make it really clear to the listeners where they can find your business and use it to get started with their partnering with other retailers? Yeah, uh, the website is myflyerinserts.co.uk and they can hop along to there. There's some resources on there for them to find out more information or, of course, just email me. Um, I've, got a, I've got a nice white paper on why you should do inserts, obviously slightly biased, um, but <laughs> it's got some good tips in there on why you should do inserts. I mean, it's just something that you can you can set up in the background of your business. Once you've designed your offer and your insert and you've got your partners, it's, it's like print and forget. It's not like social media marketing where you've got to be onto it every, every week, you know, trying to uh, fine-tune it to get the best out of it. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? If you... If you, you you can get this fully sorted by the end of August, certainly by the end of September, and all you've got to do over the, the Christmas period is just double check it's happening. And then in January, you look at the results. This is kind of slow marketing, I suppose, but there's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, Simon, what's your email address for them to get in contact, please? Simon at myflyerinserts.co.uk. 
And obviously your website is a .co.uk. So at the moment, are you limited to just business to signing up just retailers and brands who are in the UK and selling in the UK? Or is this a going to be a global situation in the, right now or in the future? Yeah, it's, it's going to be global. Uh, once I get to a certain level in the UK and proven it, I will be letting it go uh, into Europe, Spain, France, Italy, Germany. And I'm already talking to an American partner who might be uh, willing to help out on that one. And this week I had an inquiry from Australia who wants... Who want me to start up in Australia? So <laughs> wow! So so there we go, guys. If you're listening and you're in which, whichever country you're in in the globe across the world, um, do go and you're interested. Do go and sign up. Get in contact with Simon, and, and you. He it sounds like he's going to be coming to to your location fairly soon. <laughs> um, so congrats with all that interest, Simon. That's really super exciting. Thank you so much for being on the Keep Optimizing podcast today. Um, it's been it's been lovely getting to, uh, to to chat partnerships with you. So thanks for being here, Simon. Well, thanks very much, Chloe. I, um, I think we go back quite a few years when we've met at one or two events over the years. So it's been really nice having a chat with you. So there is a big opportunity to partner with other retailers. Now, when you're looking for people to partner with, you want that, that value match. You want to find the retailers who are also up for doing this. They're up for some form of collaboration and where their target customer matches your target customer, because that will make the whole thing a lot more effective for both of you. And then you're going to work with them to find the method that works for you both, be it something on the web, be it something on social media, be it inserts in parcels or uh, other posts that we've just been talking about, or even in your emails. Lots of different ways you can go about doing it. Uh, and then as Simon made so, so clear, you've got to get a strong offer together and then tweak and test that offer. So it might be that before you start printing up the flyers, you go and test that on some some split test Facebook ads, see which one your target customer um lost the words, it responds to, and then use that one in your print campaigns. Hugely um, powerful marketing options should bring you in some, some excellent new customers at a good cost per acquisition. Uh, something else I should mention at this point is there is a, another brilliant site called Good Carts who offer uh, a system where you can swap space on your order confirmation page. We had a whole session about that in our recent virtual summit. You can find that at summit.ecommercemasterplan.com. And we'll put details about that as well as everything we've just discussed with Simon, the full transcript of this episode and more in the notes page for this episode, which you can find at keepoptimizing.com. Or you can use our new special director episode links. Just put keepopt, so K-W-E-P-O-P-T.com forward slash episode number into the URL bar, and you'll be redirected straight to the correct episode page. How cool is that? So keepopt.com forward slash episode number. And yes, we set that up for every single episode. 
Once you make your way to the website, you can also add yourself to our email list so you don't miss out on any of the other things I share to help you improve your business. Once you're on the website as well, you can sign up for our monthly Q&A webinar because as part of my mission to help you improve your marketing, I've invited all our partnership specialists to join us for a live Q&A session. That's going to be your chance to get your questions answered. To join us, just head to keepoptimizing.com where you'll find out when it's happening, where it's happening, and you can sign up to be one of the people on that call. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode of the Keep Optimizing podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to continue learning about partnerships right now, then you can scroll back up your feed to our recent masterclasses on influencer marketing and loyalty. Lots and lots of partnership angles in those. And please uh, stay tuned for the rest of the month because we're going to be exploring a different type of partnership in each episode. Please do tell your fellow marketers about the show because I want to help as many marketers as possible to improve the performance of their e-commerce marketing. And I really do think partnership marketing is something which every e-commerce business, no matter how big, how small, could benefit with. Have a great week. And make sure you listen to the next episode so I can help you to keep optimizing your marketing. Access everything Keep Optimizing at keepoptimizing.com. That's with an S, not a Z.